Welcome to Get a Grip with Max Homa and Shane Bacon, a production of iHeartRadio. Sports fans, golf fans, or just fans, welcome to Get a Grip with Max Homa and Shane Bacon. I am Shane Bacon, joined as always, I guess not always, most of the time by Max Homa. Max, how are you? I'm good, man. That was kind of—I feel like that was like a dig because that one time Joel just one, just it. one but, yeah, time. I mean, I guess, I guess, I guess you're the only one who's been here every time. <laughs> not, not batting a thousand. It would be, I would, it would be disingenuous to the uh, to the listeners out there if I said every single time. But ninety nine point nine nine percent of the time, uh, Max, you uh, you just played a team event. You're playing golf this week. You've got kind of back into it, baby. You're back into a busy schedule. Yeah, no teammate this week, which kind of sucks. It's so fun. When you have a partner that's as good as Taylor, uh, it's just it's awesome. <laughs> you feel like you don't really need to be that great. You can just kind of like uh, piggyback off his, uh, off his game, and uh, his game is real nice. Uh, but it was really fun. I love that tournament. That, that is like legitimately the most fun I've had on a golf course for four or even like six days hang out with a buddy. We're just telling stories. We're truly just enjoying playing, I think, together. And uh, we played pretty well, which helps. So it's it's just a cool event. I think, you know, I think a lot of guys would be lying if they said that was one of their favorites before this, uh, before this uh, new format. Uh, not because of the city. New Orleans is awesome. Uh, and, and, you know, the golf course, it's what we learned this year is the course is actually sweet. It's just literally never firm until this past week. So it's like we always get bad weather. So I think a lot of guys seem to stay away from it. But now that it's a team event, I just feel like everybody kind of wants to play, or at least everybody I talk to just loves it. So it was so cool to kind of get to do. And like I said, playing with Taylor was just really, really fun. Yeah. So like for regular golfers that are professionals, you know, there's sometimes added stress in a team event where, you know, you don't want to leave your partner hanging or uh, you maybe your partner, it's a bad golf shot and it's all on you. Is that the same for you guys? I mean, do you do you feel similar, uh, you know, similar things with your game where it, it's so different than maybe how you play individually? A little bit. The alternate shot, not so much because you you just don't want to. Every shot counts still, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you don't want to, ma- you know, you don't want to leave them in a bad spot as you wouldn't want to leave yourself in a bad spot. So you almost play maybe a shade more conservative. Uh, in best ball, you play a, a bit different. I think more aggressive. Uh, but I still feel like you're playing golf, but you definitely have a little bit longer of a leash in best ball. You know, Taylor's up there by the green and two on a par five. And I feel like he's going to have a you know really good look at birdie, uh, or, or maybe pitch in or something. I'll be maybe a shade more aggressive, but I do feel like you, you play somewhat similar. Or at least you, tr- I think you try to play similar and, and then you wait for the moment or the, the circumstance where you can get out of that, uh, get out of that maybe here and there. And uh, like I said, alternate shot, I would say is the most similar to, to regular everyday golf. So, you know, we, we can't have nice things in golf. Every time something happens, that's different or new. We always want to change it. I fall into this as well. Uh, I brought up this uh, over the weekend, but you know, you, you have two formats for four days as somebody in the field, as somebody that's played in this a few times, would you like to see it four different formats for four days? Or do you feel like this plays? I didn't know where you were going with that. That is so good. Yeah, we can't have nice things. Everybody had a good time and the format sucks all of a sudden. <laughs> it's how it always is, though, bro. I don't know why we do always. it. I, I, but I, you know what's crazy, Max, is I feel like I do it too, and, and I I don't know why. Like, I'm watching something different. It's the same thing as Match Play Week, and you and I talked about Match Play Week, but yep. I'm watching Match Play Week, and in my brain I'm thinking of ways to improve it instead of just enjoying it, and I feel like the same thing happens this week. You go, this is fun, but you know, and I don't know why we can't just <laughs> yeah. watch it and enjoy it. No, because we're not bred like that. Um, I didn't even think about the format changing until I think somebody on Sunday after the round asked me, because uh, I think GMAC maybe says something about four days of alternate shot. I think, I think that four days of alternate shot would probably probably be the best option. It would okay. move the fastest. However, I thought that as a team to 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 kind of like I felt like the days we we didn't make a the day we didn't make a big move on Saturday 
because I did not make a lot of birdies. Taylor made a bunch of birdies on Saturday. Um, I, I kind of was, I told him I was, par, I was his like par is your partner. Like that was me for him. Like I made <laughs> I think, two birdies and a, and a two or three birdies and a bogey. And uh, so I picked him up on the holes he kind of struggled on, but you know, I didn't really like give him any firepower and he had all that firepower going, made probably five, four or five birdies at least. So uh, but that was the day we kind of like lost some ground and, and it felt like we should have because I, I wasn't lighting it up by any means. And at the very right. least, even though I probably put together a acceptable round, although not, not very inspired, uh, like that format is made for everybody to light it up, make a bunch of birdies. And I did not do that. Uh, so I felt like, you know, in the team event, we should be penalized for that where I feel like in the alternate shot, it was hard to really, you, you could play really bad and really well, but it was kind of, I felt like it was really kind of easy to shoot even one over ish. So I guess over four days, it probably wouldn't be as separating, but I thought that you could see what the teams that played really well, that finished really well were the teams that you kind of would imagine to right? Uh, based off the caliber of, you know, world rank or whatever the players. And I think that's a big part was just because you could separate on those best ball days a little bit more. So I don't know, like you said, you could, you could, move it around. I would, I, I, I think it'd be great, really great both ways. I do like the, um, I do like the alternate shot. I think it's, it's harder obviously. And I think that it requires a lot of like, uh, th there's a lot of like team emotion that probably goes on with it. There's a definitely more tension, uh, you know, because on certain shots, like, you know, leaving it where you need to leave it to keep your guy happy or knowing that he's going to be cool with it. If you hit it in the trees on like this certain hole, so that does a lot. Uh, there's, a, I feel like a lot more strategizing going on where in best ball, you're just kind of, you're just trying to ball out make as many birdies as you can uh, and pick up your guy here and there. Uh, so I guess, I don't, I don't know what would, what would, show, I think the best winner comes from best ball and alternate shot. I feel like maybe the tournament would be a tick more interesting with alternate shot. So the, my only question to you as somebody that plays in this and has a lot of friends that play in it, my only question on this, because I saw, I know Solly mentioned it as well about, you know, alternate shot for four days. I think he said something on Twitter or something, but the, my only question is would players still show up? Because I'd imagine that this week feels a little lighter, not to say the event doesn't matter, but I'm sure for you guys, it doesn't feel as stressful maybe as a stroke play week feels like in the sense of the week. And so I wonder if like the top ranked players want to go play all chop for four days. I mean, is that something that you think could, 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 could persuade or dissuade people from showing up? That's a great question. Probably it might, it might, because you also have to think that, you know, if that person's trying to prep for the next week, which I think everybody right, exactly. in the back of their mind was, you're not even going to get to hit all the tee shots. Um, you're only playing half of a round four times. I do think that I would still play because it's also kind of a, like a mini uh, you know, a mini uh, prep as far as like your body's not going to get beat up, but you do have that, you know, uh, golf tournament tension going on. So you get to kind of ease into that. But I definitely think you're right. Like getting to play my own ball out uh, and, and, you know, almost like just be able to scoop it if Taylor makes birdie or something is, is that's a nice, that's a nice uh, kind of week to get to try some stuff and work on some things. And, and, you know, if it clicks, you, you have a great week. So um I think you might be right. I think it might dissuade more people uh, to, to maybe not play. Maybe not a ton of people, but some. You're not going to attract more people, that's for sure. Right. <laughs> you guys want to come play this really hard, this really hard yeah, format for four days? Fun. Um, we're burying the lead here, and I've I think this is the last thing I had on you outside of you know winning like some Marshall Lakeside Country Club in East Texas event at some point. Uh, I had a double eagle. You had never had one, and that changed this week with a three wood, bro. Dude, it was so sick. I was <laughs> so I I truly just like I had given up uh, on it. Um, <laughs> Welcome to the club, bro. <laughs> well, I have news for you after this is what I've been waiting on. Um, but I had kind of given up just because making. I also want to talk about whether you should call it double eagle or albatross okay. simply because I got yelled at that about or yelled about okay, that. Again, uh, we, can, again. we can't have so, nice things, Max. We can't just talk can't about nice something. Um, no, you just can't. You can't have made a two on a par five and just say whatever. <laughs> you can say whatever you want, I think. Whatever. But um, it just it's so hard, especially because on the PJ Tour, like even par fives, like the pins are kind of tough. So it's just right. like getting the ball around the green is like goal. Number one, you almost never aim at the pin on a par five <laughs> on your second shot. 
I feel like. So it's like, what are the chances uh, anyways? Even to make a whole one, what are the freaking chances? So what was so funny about this one was we got to 11, and uh, I hit, like, my worst drive of the day as far as, like, like how like how far it went. I hit it off the bottom of the heel. It went straight, but, like, it, it just didn't get out there very far. So I had a pretty long way in, uh, but it's blind, and we didn't really know where we were going. Drove the cart up. We're kind of talking – um, about where it is, and like we're kind of having a. What's the a, course were you playing? Oh, sorry, Greystone Country Club, a legacy course. It's uh, where Mark Blackburn teaches at. Okay. So, um, Joe and Joe came with me, and we were we got some work in, and then played eighteen in the afternoon. Uh, so yeah, so Joe and I are trying to like figure out where the pin is, and there's like a discrepancy. So we're trying to figure it out. <laughs> I finally just went over there, grabbed my three wood, uh, and you know I told Joe where I thought it was, and it's like between two trees, and I ripped this thing. I think I probably had like. Like I said, it's uphill and blind, so it's probably adjusted like 270-ish. Okay. Uh, pin was front left, and I hit it, and when I hit it, I looked at him because we had been talking about where the pin was. I said, I think that's where the pin is. I said, it might be. <laughs> he, said, he said, if anything, where is it left or right? And I said, I think if anything, it's a little left. But, like, that's where I saw the pin, which was cool because I really hit a good shot. Like, I did – the drive was not great, but the second shot was awesome. So we get up there, and I see Joe's ball, which is kind of where we thought it should be, and then – I'm looking in the kind of the left bunker as I walk up for my ball and I don't see it. And I didn't see anything short and I didn't see anything long. Now it could have gone over a hill, but I was like, man, like that would be pretty crazy if I was off by that many yards either way. I said, Joe, you know, did you see mine in your bunker? And he goes, no, he goes, check the hole, dude. And so I just walked over the hole and I started freaking out. It was awesome. <laughs> I just like, I don't know. It just, that, that is okay. Now that I've done it, I think that the raw excitement of a hole in one is better if you, when you can see it because it's a hole in one. Maybe it's just because this one was blind that I'm saying that though. I don't know. It was it was truly like I felt like I was on cloud nine. It was it didn't feel real. It just seemed like crazy. So I don't know. It was it was awesome. But it leads me to this, Shane. I found out like maybe 12 minutes ago. I was doing a Zoom call for Wells Fargo, and this gentleman at the end in the Q and A. Uh, had asked me how many holes in one I had. And then he said, the reason I asked you that question is because I'm 86 years old and I just made my first ever hole in one on Sunday. Nice. And I told him that I have a buddy that is really going to want to hear this info. <laughs> so Shane, you still have time, buddy. It's going to happen. 86. He made his first hole in one when he was 86. You got plenty <laughs> of time. I mean, I got. Don't force it. It's gonna happen. I got. I got fifty years left. Can I tell you this, bro? As as bad as I'm hitting it right now, I don't ever see it happening. Like this might be <laughs> legitimately the worst. I I told Cindy, and you know, I mean, I, I, Lacey and, and Cindy, I'd say are probably on similar levels in terms of uh, caring about like actual <laughs> golf or wanting to hear actual golf stories. Like neither. Neither of our wives are golfers. I mean, they obviously been around it a lot, so they understand the terminology and all that. Much. But yeah, maybe a little too much. But you know, I mean, they're not—they're not the type of people that are out there grinding on the golf course. And I was telling, trying to explain it to City this morning. I'm like, I'm 37, babe, and I've never swung it like this before. Oh <laughs> and no! I, go, what I don't even know. You know, I I would love to chalk it up to some. I moved up to the Northeast and I went through this winter uh -huh, thing, but I was uh -huh. kind of swinging a little like this before I moved. I I just don't know, Max. I don't know what it is. I I can't. I just, you know, when you just, I mean, I, I, maybe you don't know this, but I just, nothing feels good and I have no idea how to fix it. <laughs> oh, man. That's a, where, where, what, what is your ball flight? Oh, just uh, inconsistence, probably the way I'd put it. Um, <laughs> it is, uh, yeah, it's just, dude, like, I would love to be like, I'm, I'm turning it or I'm, I'm kind of blocking it, but like I was, <laughs> I played, I played a practice way. round. I played a practice round the day at where the U S local qualifier is Uh shout out to any gambling website out there that doesn't sponsor our podcast. I would, I would bang the no pretty heavy on this. <laughs> What are you giving yourself a chance, like chances, like it, it related to a golf tournament you've watched where somebody won, like who, like if you make it through and win your qualifier, what PJ tour event or LPJ tour event would you say like it would be equated to like, would it be when, uh, when Todd Hamilton won the, the open championship? 
See, but I think Todd Hamilton won an event that year before the Open, so he'd at least okay. seen a little success going in. Who were the older guys in the Zurich field this week? Do you remember who that was? Oh, they were uh, like two champs and, uh, tour Rocco guys. I, probably those two at the Zurich field is probably my my level. I'd say. <laughs> I mean, okay. that's probably where so I put hope, it. You know, it's, just it's bleak. <laughs> I'm in the I, listen. I'm in the field. Is all I got to say. Like, You're if everybody field. else doesn't make it to the T, but I, I'm also two weeks away, Max. I mean, I'm also got plenty of time. I might find it next week. I got the net up, you know, in the backyard. I already went and hit some balls. I was so mad at myself when I got done playing today that I did an auto peloton when I got home. And that was after walking 18. I was like, I'm just going to, I'm going, I'm, I'm going to Alex, Alex's class and, and just crushing my ass for 30 minutes, but uh, we'll find it. Listen, it, it's in there somewhere. It, it's, it might be down by the toes, but I, I got a couple more weeks till the qualifier. I think the and, coolest listen. part about golf is you're going to, you're, you're going to, you're just like every other golfer. And as low as you feel like at this moment about your chances, you're going to show up the day of the qualifier and, and think I'm going to find it on this range right before I go out. I'm going to, it's going to click. And I'm gonna play amazing. Uh, I'm, I've got a lot of golf from here to there, so hopefully, uh, <laughs> hopefully, there's something. You know, I played. I played with a buddy of mine that's an instructor today, and we're like six holes in, and I was like, "Hey, man, like, do you see anything?" And he's like, "I haven't really been looking, you know." I'm like, "Do you mind looking?" Because I'd like to know. Yeah, like, really, if you, really I don't know. Do look, I have to, if I have to, pay, if I have to pay you, that's totally okay with me. But uh, <laughs> anyway, that's that's currently where the golf game is. So maybe. Maybe closer to 86 is when I'll find the one. But right now, the golf swing does not feel like it's going gonna, it's gonna to provide many opportunities for balls to disappear. But congrats on the double eagle. Ha- doing it with a three-wood is wild. I mean, that's like, the, that's like the king of the double eagle, right? The only way to do it better is maybe drive her off the deck? Yeah, I think, man. I don't know. It was like, uh, I, I'm so thankful that I hit a drive off the bottom of the heel so I could hit, you know, make it with a three wood. Cause it, I don't know. It felt, it just felt almost like you said, it's almost like better somehow because it's not, I didn't make it on a par five where you had an eight iron and I say that doesn't count, but like this felt legit. Like that shot was the longest shot I've ever made. Uh, and it felt legit. Like it felt like you earned it in a way. So the, I don't know. That's why those, the, the twos on a five, a par five are just, crazy to me because it does take two relatively good shots to even have a chance at it whereas you hear some stories of you know people making a hole in one where like oh i you know like skanked it off the bottom of the face and it just ran up there you can't really do that from 200 something yards it doesn't run enough (laughs) you don't you don't hit like a lazy four iron and it goes in for a two it's like you probably hit a you probably hit a pretty solid four iron so hey were you playing actual like were you actually playing around a golf because that's the other thing about a double eagle is all of a sudden you get three on one hole, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, it uh, very much was real. We were playing like an actual round of golf. Uh, we practiced all morning and went out uh, and, and, and played uh, for the, played the golf course, 18 holes. Uh, so it was, it was all legit. Uh, I got a lot of, a lot of people in the mentions uh, brought up some stuff and people were like contesting whether those people's like uh, Albatross, Delta Eagle, whatever, were uh, legit. One guy said that he had one. So how do you feel about this? I have my opinion. Some guy was playing a scramble and made one, but it was his drive and his second shot. Can't counts for count? me. I think it's a That's counter. How yeah, I feel too. I mean, I don't know how it would not count. You, I mean, you did. You literally did it. <laughs> yeah, you, you did. The, you did else. both the parts. There's, yeah. there's, there's. There's two ways to make a, a double eagle, and you did one of the ways. You drove it and made <laughs> yeah. the second shot on a par five. The other one's make a, make a one on a par four. Like Those are the only two options. Just wanted to take a quick break to tell you about Repsoto. Uh, you know, we all want to know more about our golf swings, and the information is extremely helpful out there. The problem is it's very expensive to get said information. It can cost you five figures. Not if you use the Repsoto mobile launch monitor. It's the only golf launch monitor that provides instant feedback with video replay and active shot tracker and data overlay. You set it up extremely easy as well. It sets up right behind where you're swinging on your phone. Boom, you can capture golf swings, information, distance. You can kind of dial in the irons. That's something I've been really struggling with as of late to dial in your irons. Uh, So that is something you should be doing. And it's easy as this. 500 bucks will get you a Rapsodo Mobile launch monitor. Imagine comparing that 
to a $20,000 unit, the accuracy of the Rapsodo Mobile Launch Monitor is within 2% of those $20,000 units. So for $500, you're getting basically the same information you'd get for $20,000. Make sense of that in your mind, because it makes sense to me. Visit Rapsodo.com. That's R-A-P-S-O-D-O.com slash grip and use the code grip to check out the Rapsodo Mobile Launch Monitor. They are great. They are awesome for you to go out to the range with, to the golf course with, and they give you a ton of information that is needed each and every week. Check that out, rapsodo.com slash grip, and pick yourself up a little helper. It's like having a teacher on your phone every time you hit golf balls. Back to the pod. You brought this up earlier, Albatross versus Double Eagle. Uh, this is kind of my point on all this stuff, Max, is if these are things that annoy you, you need to, like, <laughs> go to meditation or uh, maybe maybe just take some more time outside. Like, these are not things that should make anybody upset. Like, this is – Yeah, I mean, there, I, get, there is, I get the point. There's more Double things. Eagle means two eagles, which would be four under or whatever, but, like – Yeah, but we I didn't come up with the term. Like, you and I didn't no. come up with the term. No, I think it's fine. I, I also think that uh, – I think that um, – it's like a Porsche Porsche situation. That's how I always looked at it. Like I felt like if you Joey owned Tribbiani. a Porsche, you called it a Porsche. Yeah, exactly. You you called it a Porsche. And so I feel like if you have if you have one, you could call it an Albatross if you'd like. Um, but it always felt like Albatross was the very like the Albatross was like the Scottish and British version of and and this is a very American thing. So it's like it is, you know to say something that's probably not exactly literal like literally perfect and. We're not quite as good with words as I just stumbled right there in America as the, <laughs> the Brits and the Scottish are. So it just felt like, you know, we're, you know, they're like, oh, we, uh, when you make a, when you make a, a three on a four, we call that a, a birdie. Okay. Okay. And it's again, when you make a two on a five, we call that an albatross. And everyone's like, well, that sounds way too fancy for me. I just want to drink what is that? Light and play golf with my friends. I'm calling it a double eagle yeehaw. I'm cool with it. <laughs> I, again, I, and the Masters calls it a double eagle. So, I mean, if we're really, oh, if we're really going the, the, the letter of the body. law, yeah, I mean, yeah. if we're going by the letter of the law, um, we're, uh, we're 20 minutes in, Max, and uh, we haven't talked about really the news of the last two weeks, which uh, I was excited to talk to you about. I got a lot of flights on this exact subject. Uh, coming out, I guess it was pit? last. <laughs> yeah, I guess it was last week. We haven't had a chance to discuss this. Uh, player Impact Program. Uh, shout out Eamon Lynch. Uh, that was the story that broke it. But you guys, now, I, I, the PGA Tour players have been told about this before, it seemed like. It seemed like this had been something that had rolled out, like, late last year, early this year, to you guys in terms of knowledge. Is that right? Uh, I'm going to go with false. <laughs> okay, okay. You, did, Any idea you didn't know about it. Do you want to explain? No, I didn't. Do you want to explain, or do you want me to explain what it is to the people that maybe didn't? Uh, read about it, the pip. Yeah, sure, sure. Go ahead, knock, knock it, knock, knock it out. I want to. I actually would love to hear your thoughts on this. I want to hear. I want to hear how you're going to explain it. Okay, well, that's why I shouldn't have offered that I would do it. Uh, so I'm not particularly <laughs> sure. I read an article a week ago that said uh, that the PJ Tour this is has be forty great. million dollars to be giving away uh, for funsies, and uh, <laughs> social media would be a big part of that. It's basically uh, the the players who are bringing eyeballs to golf via uh, outings, uh, social media, uh, and just general attention. So um, it was a way for them to essentially pay the most popular players uh, basically as a thank you for creating revenue for the rest of the PJ Tour. So it's basically, uh, it should just be $40 million for Tiger Woods. I think everyone agrees on that. Um, but I guess they're going to do a top 10. There's some sort of, I don't know, there's some sort of, uh, algorithm or mathematical equation that that is we are all relying on to choose the top 10 people you'll get paid in accordance of what position you finish so we're all fighting for seventh or second to tenth uh but i also i mean i i think i've gotten a lot it's been really fun it's been hilarious i know people um you know a lot of people reach out every time you know saying like oh this is you know max you're gonna win all this money blah blah i i really don't think that's true um it's so much of this is based off of literal, like actual popularity and not on Twitter. So it, it is mostly results based. If you are a top 10 player in the world, you have 
you, you will probably, you know, be uh, higher up in the running for this. Uh, someone like me who already doesn't have a ton of followers. Like, I mean, I found out Ian Poulter has 2 million Twitter followers. I didn't know he did Twitter. So <laughs> like, that's the point is it's, it's performance. You're it's like, so shit, this was my thing. <laughs> yeah. This is, this, you know, this is my thing. But again, like the cool part is, is I never did this to win $8 million. Like I don't really care about that part. It's been really fun for me because it gives me more material to work off of, to make my uh, group of, uh, you know, followers and myself giggle which is cool that's why you know that's why we do it anyways or that's why i've enjoyed twitter anyways um so uh yeah it's just you know i think we've talked about this on uh this podcast before but i i've said uh since my time on the pj tour that uh, i think people like tiger rory dustin justin uh brooks are underpaid and people like me joel taylor hubbard are overpaid and i say that because at a tournament uh, if I get ninth and Tiger gets ninth, which has happened, you know, happened at Tory, we both made the exact same amount of money for the week, and that's hilarious and 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 robbery because I brought one thousandth of the attention and the money brought into that tournament that Tiger did. So uh, I know Tiger makes more money than me off the golf course, you know, on that week, I'm sure, and I know he, you know, his sponsors, whatever, but the PJ Tour is not paying him. Uh, any differently based off of what he's doing for the PGA Tour. Ricky Fowler is not getting paid by the PGA Tour any more so than whoever else will get, uh, you know, ninth place with him. That uh, and, and he deserves more because you know if he, especially at the Tory Pines event, but any event you see, gosh, hundreds of people dressed in his gear that are clearly there to watch one guy. So this is a way to, you know, help basically it's almost a thank you in in my way now in my opinion there is ways for you know people to get up their social media game and and i think it's good because it's going to make people more keen to understanding how helpful we as professional golfers could be to bringing eyeballs to the game of golf but as far as being paid out this top 10 thing it's it's uh you know a lot of it is just uh it'll be pretty obvious who's going to get it and that's cool i, I think everyone's pretty cool with that we all deserve or we all should be giving every one of those people a thank you. Uh, Ricky Fowler, Tiger, like I said, Brooks, Dustin, Rory, Justin, everybody who brings so many uh, fans to the game, to the tournaments, to the TVs, that's what puts money in, uh, inadvertently in our pocket. Uh, so I don't think that uh, any of us are, are too uh, concerned with uh, how to win the PIP award, I guess. The one thing I've been interested in, and you kind of mentioned it already, and I'm 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 glad you did because I think it's a very important thing. Is you know it's almost like a Ryder Cup team. You kind of know ninety percent of the team already. You know, even if we didn't do, if it was all captains' picks, you would all know ninety ninety five percent of the team that's going to get picked before the captains announced it. I feel like we know ninety ninety five percent of the players that are going to get an opportunity at this money. Like for somebody like you, who I mean, I, I know you you kind of said maybe your value is a little lower. I don't necessarily agree with what you said there in terms of you specifically, just because I do think your value is, is continue to grow. And I think we're seeing it, not just with the love for you. I mean, your game's been great lately, but I just think, you know, in terms of sponsors are seeing it as well. I mean, I know you've, you've, you've received more sponsorships this year, but do you feel like there is an opportunity for somebody like you to break into this or do you, are you just going to kind of go about your day the way you always go about it? I'm going to go about my day the way I always go about it, because I do think that, and, and, and maybe I'm crazy here, but I do think that there's a possibility that at least from the people I've talked to at, you know, PJ tour media and the people who do their social media, that, that there is a possibility that because of things like what I do on Twitter, what Eddie Pepperell does on Twitter, what Joel does on Twitter, what all, you know, all the guys we all know about Aaron Fleener. I mean, this podcast, right? This podcast, like, I think you're seeing, you know, Harold's got a podcast now. Tony's got a podcast. Rory, I think, still does golf pass. I'm not 100 percent sure because you got to pay for it. Um, but we have, like, you can, you know, the guys who are on Twitter and, and and talking about golf and doing fun things. And I think that there's a possibility that the PJ Tour has seen that that is of value to them and to all of us that that helps bring fans to the game of golf. So there is a possibility that that you know I could you know, be 
somehow in the running for this. But in, in general, the reason I'm doing it is just because I I've always done it. Like I like doing right, it. So right. I'm not going to change are. that because I I do believe that like what I do on Twitter or whatever is more of like did not it might not be for everybody, but it would be more so the model that they're looking for. I think that's why people right when uh, they saw it, like kind of reached out and were like, oh, Max, this is like, you know, this is your shot. And it's like, yeah, I don't think it's really my shot at the moment, but I do think that it, it makes me feel good to know that, you know, the tour almost sees that like there's, there's an advantage to, to tweeting dumb stuff here and there about golf, because there's a, there's a big market nowadays for the younger crowd to, uh, you know, all of a sudden be a bigger fan in golf, maybe because of that. I mean, shoot, like, I can tell my demographic when I go to a, a golf tournament, I see the fans who will come up to me. It's a pretty specific uh, and, and clear uh, audience that seems to like really enjoy, uh, you know, what we do, Shane, and, and what I'll tweet about in our funny conversation. And it's usually a bit younger. So maybe this is, you know, them kind of seeing, hey, the younger crowd is, is pretty susceptible to, to the fun banter people can have on Twitter. So, I mean, I, I, I'm not going to change what I'm doing. If I were somehow to sneak in that thing, that'd be really cool. But again, that's not what I'm doing. I'm not going to change anything to get in there. I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing now. Like I said, I have more material material because I can, you know, you can make jokes off of that now, which is cool. <laughs> but um, I don't know. It's nice to see that they're expanding. You got a whole new set. You're you're like yeah, Chappelle. You, you wrote, wrote, yeah. <laughs> wrote a whole new, a whole like new comedy Real special. Funny like Chappelle, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what people decide to do. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if you know someone like Dustin Johnson who doesn't use his uh, Twitter, um, and you know when he tweets, I, I don't think it's him. But even if it even if it were, it's it's once in a blue moon. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if now there's a few more tweets just after tournaments, like you know thanking the event. But I do know that. Um, the interesting thing about all this, and I don't know how their algorithm works for who does what, but my agency went to some other agency one time and that does a uh, marketing and, and a lot of social media stuff. And they kind of ran the numbers of, of my social media versus one of the top players. And they were just saying how like the, as far as impressions and, and traction goes, like mine gets more, but I think that the sheer volume of uh their following it just has to be too like it just has to be just so dominant i mean right their numbers are just crazy followers i mean it's it's wild i mean ricky could tweet high and he'd probably get hundred thousand likes so it's just <laughs> they they uh, but that's for a good reason it's because they've played amazing golf you know and people love that and they're popular uh, and people like that, them right yeah they're popular and i'm not saying i'm not popular our podcast isn't popular but there's definitely levels to this thing and you know this is like this is a very uh it's very obvious to me when i go to a golf tournament uh oh you know you get your cult following that go nuts but then you have like a thousand people who are watching somebody else so like how deep can it really be it's just performance based you gotta play better golf and and just tweet here and there or do something outside of uh, the on golf course stuff a little bit more often and, and bring eyeballs to the game. It's just, it's good. I hope that the more of the players start doing it because it, you know, you don't have to be making jokes on Twitter to do this. You can just, you know, do your part and growing the game. Uh, an unrelated note, uh, we are going to start Get a Grip uh, seven days a week. So this podcast will start now every day um, from here until the end two of the day, year. Shane. So we might do two a days in the off weeks. Uh, so just, just uh, you know what, we're going to dive into every subject out there. Uh, hey, you know what? I do actually think this is a good time to do this. Max, can you tell people how to follow you on social media? Yeah, man. Uh, follow me at MaxHoma23 on Twitter. And... Uh, <laughs> And at max.homa on Instagram, uh, you could just Google my name if you're ever confused, like two, three, four, five times a day. Keep it in search. If you'd like. Uh, so Lacey and uh, Myla, Joe's girlfriend, want, want me to get a TikTok. I, I don't think I'm going to get a TikTok, but they wanted me to get a TikTok. And it's just been so funny thinking of like, I can't do video. Like I'm just not, it's uh, not our clam it's, up. It's not, it's not but your it's style, right? Thinking of the videos you could do. No, <laughs> man, it's just not my style. I'm not, I, 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 I would, I would get too nervous. You're the on camera guy. I'm the behind the keyboard. I'm the keyboard warrior <laughs> guy. So, but it's just so funny. Now everyone's brains are like in this new wave of like, how do we get more attention to the, you know, for the pip? <laughs> 
by the way, I have some good idea, bad ideas for this. Can I? Do you want me to present them to yeah, you now? I'm ready for these. All right. Hit so um, I'm so stoked for this. <laughs> all right. So so my first one's a simple one. Um, I was thinking about uh, this. I was trying to think of an outlet you haven't used. I didn't think about TikTok, but I was thinking about you starting a YouTube page um, where you just randomly attempt to do things like on your first try. So this is first try with Max Homa. So you make hummus, maybe if attempt to fix a light in your house um i mean it could be outdoors but doesn't it have to be golf related no i mean no no this is it's all impressions on you i mean that there's no way there's oh. an algorithm there's no way there's an algorithm that can understand if it's got golf you know what how about this why don't you wear a shirt that says hashtag golf we sell those by the way um you can we be do. wearing you wear a golf shirt and that'll be the golf portion of it but all i just right. think it's you randomly one one go. You don't get a you don't get a mulligan. You just got to try it one time. Banana bread. Here's Max making banana bread. Uh, we could maybe live stream this on Instagram. But uh, first things first, auto gains. Second idea, and I think I, I really like that. I really like that. Yeah. All right. So second thing, which is kind of in the same uh, realm here, and I think you'll be a fan of this. Second try with Max home. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is, you just keep, you keep trying banana bread. What like, I, what I learned from my mistakes <laughs> with Max. Holmes. It's like when you wrote those how to papers when you were a kid and you forgot to like put the peanut butter on the bread, you know, and they're like, what do you do? Um, so how about this? It's called are golfers really athletes with Max home. And I think you could involve someone else. So Joel Damon, if you want uh, Taylor, if you want, but you guys do things that were either done by an athlete, so like Phelps swimming or Usain Bolt running or uh, even a horse doing the derby. But you guys have to tr – lifting a whole bunch of weight, you guys have to attempt to do the crazy athletic things that other athletes do. And either we could do a side-by-side -side of you like running versus Usain Bolt running or you like attempting to lift or maybe you're maxing out on chess versus – the strongest man in the world doing chess. But I just think it's a, you know, we always talk about our golfers athletes. This is you showing if, how athletic you are. Does that make sense? Yeah. I, but I kind of like the mystery of our golfers athletes. Cause the answer, I'll let you guys in a, you know, a secret <laughs> answer. No, no, don't, don't tell them that you can't. Hey, hey Tim, cut that. we got to cut that. No, but this is why, this is why we you know. Cause our listeners get to hear the inside info. If you don't listen, you don't get to know that valuable information. So all of a sudden we start doing stuff and then people start to realize, Hey, I don't know if these guys are really all that. That's a good athletic. point. Okay. It's fair. And it's then fair. we may lose, we may lose a bit of our, a bit of our following. You know, that, that strongest man where they try to throw that, that tree, which is still, I can't <laughs> believe that's a thing. They throw it over their heads, but, uh, just have you try to do they, all this stuff. What about when they throw the, uh, the keg over the, uh, the uh like high pole like a pole vault but for throwing beer kegs have you ever that picked up wild. a keg have you ever picked up a full keg i, I can barely no lift. I've, I've 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 actually done the exact opposite where i was on top of it <laughs> pushing straight down <laughs> on it with my <laughs> pushing it into the ground I have, a, I have a great idea here, okay? Uh, if people don't know Ooh. this about Max, Max does some swing roasts from time to time. Uh, you, you may have seen it on social media before. So I looked online. Uh, do you know who has the most Twitter followers of any anybody in the world? What's your guess? Oh, it is uh, Obama. Nice guess. Very good, Obama. 130 million. Uh, Obama swings the golf club, plays golf, Max. Uh, second most following, <laughs> Justin Bieber. Also is a occasional golfer. The golf club. So I say, and I looked online for this. There is video of both of these people swinging. So I think you just roast their swing on Twitter and tag them. Just do it like three times a week until they retweet it or repurpose it, and then boom, auto 130 million people see your tweet. Man, that's actually not a horrible idea. Um, I just can't roast either of their swings though because they're so cool unless they ask unless they ask so maybe i could get maybe i could get the beebs <laughs> maybe I get the beebs to to show me a little love uh that, that'd be going i have a funny just aside uh, as an aside i have a funny justin bieber story i was once at some like club lounge thing in la 
uh, pre-COVID, don't, don't stress out. And um, I was standing like maybe eight feet away from the Biebs himself nice. in the flesh. And that was when Des- uh, Despacito was like the hottest song going. And it started playing <laughs> in the uh, in the club, whatever you want to call it. And I really just wanted to go ask him so badly, not like even as like a fan, just out of pure curiosity, because I do love him anyway. So I guess it would have been as a fan. But like, how cool is it that you're just sitting here and everyone is freaking the hell out to the song that you like made and you're singing and you're just sitting here like watching everybody freak out. Like, it just seems like God be the coolest. Like even Obama, like Obama doesn't get that. Like he, you know, he, he, he is, he's, he was the president of the United States, but he doesn't get like, Hey, I'm sitting around and all of a sudden everyone's freaking out to a thing that like, I'm not even doing right now, but that, that they're listening to. I think that is so sick. Right. Like people don't stand up and recite the state of the union with Obama when he's doing it, but like (laughs) people get up and like sing Bieber. I've always said there's (laughs) there. The the artist has got to be the number one coolest feeling when you're at a, when you're at a concert singing your song and everybody else is singing it. It has, there's, I'm not sure like actors can't get that feeling. I don't think, I don't, I think athletes are probably the closest, you know, when you got, if you, you know, if you're on 18 at the U S open this year, you know, battling me and you stick one close and the crowd goes absolutely wild. That would be a wild feeling, but they're still not like, they're not reciting what you wrote. You know, I mean, that's the craziest part about a singer songwriter. Maybe Justin Bieber didn't write that song, but maybe he did. Um, So roast their swings and you just, again, always tweet it out. Always just, just once a week, you're tweeting that out, trying to get the love from them. Um, My other idea is why don't you get ridiculously ripped up? Like, Zach Efron and Baywatch ripped like to- nine pack, 10 pack, um, super beefy. You can, you can chron- you can chronicle the process of this as well. And all of a sudden you're like, you're the most Jack golfer in the world. You're really crazy ripped up. Like you're shredded. It's not beefy. It's shredded. You can post a lot of instas with no shirt on swinging a golf club. This just seems like auto catnip and, and auto content. I can make YouTube videos with Kings of Leon playing in the background. I love this. Uh, yeah, I'll be cooking bacon shirtless. Cooking bacon. Uh, I do. I do think this is a great, unique, and original. Perfect. Idea. But but you know what I'm saying though? It's a little sh- more yeah. shredded than beefy. Is what I'm thinking. More here. more. Yeah yeah yeah. I know. I'm with you. Less like less thick with three C's. More ripped with like you know eight p's yes yes Um, yeah eight p's all right so everybody has grades of how they played and this has been something i think tiger might have started this and maybe they said it back in the day yeah i think he did yeah so you know i had my b game today i had my c game other other athletes do this uh i had an idea that you should just start your own way to rank the way you played maybe you go through periodic table elements or maybe it's serial like you could say you know, Max, you know, nice round today. How'd you play? Be like, ah, oh, you know, it's kind of a fruity pebbles day out there. You know, I, I played, I had a lucky charms round. Like I played great. I kind of found some birdies that weren't there. You know, kind of how like you find the marshmallows and lucky charms. Maybe you're not having a great day. It's just a raisin brand day, but you could also, the chances here is that they also repurpose this stuff. So now you have cereal accounts out there you know, quote, Ooh, quote this tweeting. Has layers. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, I like it's, that. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Like I had a good front line, a bad back nine. So I had a lucky charm today. I ate the marshmallows yes. right away out of the box, but it left me with only the plant, the, the plain bland stuff at the end. What are those things made out of? What is the idea? What are the non marshmallows and lucky charms? You know, I think it's the, just the bare bones of what Cheerios are, but without any honey nut. Okay. Is it, is that like, is that, what do they call that it's though? It's brand it's what? twigs. <laughs> it's just it's just from trees. <laughs> yeah, it's just they just they just take a they take like a cheese grater to a tree and then you add marshmallows and everyone loves them. All right, so uh, here's another thing. This is a kind of an integration into a broadcast idea I had. Your name is Max. I don't know if you knew that or not. So you record this thing. You first of all you trademark it, but then you record you saying it. So it's kind of along the line of max effort. So you could say, you know, this guy must be hitting this club to the max. 
Yeah, but they have to roll you saying that on the broadcast uh-huh, uh-huh. on the bro- every time. So you've trademarked it. So anytime they use it, they have to mention you or they have to just pop your picture up on the screen or thank you. So it's just kind of like it integrates itself into golf broadcasts. I've got one. I need to I need to get the rights to the phrase organic matter. And next time at the most popular event on TV, the Masters, <laughs> they're gonna have to pay me royalties on my on my phrase. But but here's the deal: you waive the royalties for just simply a mention of yourself. Yeah, every time they say organic matter, they have to say at max twenty three. Follow them on on uh, social. <laughs> and then uh, my last idea is um, find a friend of yours that co-hosts a daily show on a channel that focuses specifically on golf to routinely mention you, no matter if you're playing well or not. Yeah, that's been the cool part is, like, I've got that. Oh, okay, okay, <laughs> okay. I, I was just thinking. I've that, exhausted that, popped, that channel, and it's been working. It's that, been popped, absolutely popped working. In my, popped I in my head. I feel like I'm a part host. <laughs> I didn't have to go into work. Uh, uh, so those, are, those are my ideas. Today. That's my PIP. Those are my PIP Max them. ideas. Which one was your favorite? See, this is why this thing is so my favorite. I don't know. My, they're all, dude, I like all your dumb Max ideas. This is why this tip thing is so great because it's just entertaining. This is like right up our alley. It's enjoyable. It's I don't know. It's like good. Like it's it's fun. I like I was thinking about it to myself the other day. Every time I used to tweet back in the day, some dummy would say, "Get off Twitter and go practice." And now every time I tweet, someone says, "Oh wow, you really want that eight million dollars or forty million dollars?" <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you want from me? You know, it's just so perfect. It's just. It's so arbitrary. Nobody knows anything about it. And here we are trying to decipher how to up the impression. That's the, and that's, again, that's the best part of this is when I first heard about it, I kind of, as one would do, I kind of rolled my eyes. It's a little bit of that. When you, when you first hear the idea, like when you read the nuts and bolts of it, it's like, okay, cool. Like the really rich guys are going to get richer. That's awesome. But I'm with you now. I've, I've gone 180 on it and I'm totally embracing it. I think it's really silly. I think it it lends our lends us to the anything that's completely. I go back to Mac Daddy Santa all the time. Is that what it was called, Mac Daddy Santa? Is that what yeah, called Mac it? Daddy Santa? But imagine yeah. if that happened during Pip. Now we would be going absolutely nuts, right? Because yeah. we would be thinking this is obviously for that grab. So I, I, even if it's not meant for it, we can laugh about it. So I'm with you. I I, I love the entertainment factor of this. Yeah, I just it's just good hearted fun. I mean, you know, like somebody said, oh, there might be. I think Big Randy said there might be a chance. Like I faked my albatross double eagle just for the pit, <laughs> and it's like that's so cool that like that's where people's brains are going now. <laughs> I'm all for that. It's hilarious. Um, do you have any flights this week, Max? Uh, best thing. I mean, Feel Good Friday. Best thing. Everybody should know what what it is. But uh, if anybody saw the Monday qualifier this week for the Valspar, Michael Vizaki. Um, qualified first ever Monday. He's made it, I think he's a bit older, uh, or at least uh, has played a bunch of years on the mini tours, has never played a PJ Tour event. Uh, I guess he's one of the better, um, you know, uh, mini tour players in the country. And, uh, but it wasn't just that he made it, it was his reaction. He cried calling his dad. You could tell it really meant a ton to him. Um, so it's just cool to see that emotion from time to time. Um, he's obviously really, uh, proud of himself as he should be, but it's, you know, long time coming and you don't get a lot of victories in this game of golf. And I wouldn't consider that technically a victory per se, but it, it, you know, golf gives you a lot of small victories. If you, if you can look at them like that, and this is a, a big small victory for him. We'll get to tee it up on Thursday, uh, you know, in a PJ tour event, which I'm assuming, you know, is, is a dream of his. And you could just see the, the emotion. And I think everybody got behind how, exciting that was and we all got to kind of feel that with them because everybody has something that makes them feel like that so it was cool it was cool to see and i'm hoping he can go out there and play great this week and get second place that's i mean you know what let, let him win i can i can i ask you no. something on that I, this this brought me this brought me to something last week i mentioned this on the show in this you haven't really encountered this yet at the zurich i don't believe i mean you've played with players right but i was thinking about victor hovland playing with Ventura and I was thinking about the pressure that it must feel like to be Victor Hovland knowing if we can win this thing it'll literally change the guy I'm playing with's career trajectory you know the pressures in my opinion the pressure in that circumstance could actually be more on the 
established player than on the partner of, of said established player. Does that make sense? Yeah, hundred percent. I know I'm not going to bring him up, but I know there's at least one guy. Or I think there's more, but you know, they're playing with somebody who is kind of, there's a bunch of, you know, teams where one of the guys maybe hasn't played like you said, Christopher's playing quite well, but he's young. So yeah, he could change his life, but there's some guys who haven't been playing very well and they just need a spark. And I know that it, it's kind of taxing in a good way because, you know, they will be friends or whatever, but it's kind of taxing to be that partner that you feel like you need to play so well so you can help, you know, kind of them get on their feet a little bit right. in a way. It's tough, man. Like, that's a lot of, like you said, that's a lot of pressure. I don't care how good you are. Brooks will play with his brother, and I know they played well, and that's a lot of heat in a way because, you know, to Brooks, whatever, maybe 30th place, probably, you know, that, that money's not going to really do much for him, I imagine. Um, but his brother, you know, that would be a big check throughout his career so far um, for, for Chase. So that's, there's a lot of that going on where, uh, yeah, I do feel like maybe the the established player might feel quite a bit of nerves and pressure. I know, like I said, I know one of them definitely was, was you know, it wasn't debilitating by any means. They played quite well, uh, I think, uh, from what I remember. But, it, you know, one of the, like his partner just hadn't really played great lately. And it's just like, you know, they want to have a good week. And it's definitely, it's it definitely going to be a lot, but it's also, um, it's also probably pretty damn, uh, fun when you do play well because you know it means you know a lot to both of you. I felt like that's why Taylor and I were in such a good spot this year is we were both kind of chilling, like really enjoying just playing because uh, we both have had like a you know good season so far. I do think that would help uh, you know trust each other and just go play our games and know that nobody's you know trying <laughs> trying not to yeah uh, you know play their best you know you're just out there kind of being more accepting uh, and it felt like more of a breeze in that regard where other teams definitely uh, as you mentioned Victor and, and Christopher like you know that clearly would probably be a little bit more life-changing for Christopher than than uh than Victor yeah, I mean, he would have lost his card last year if cards would have that would have been the case uh, I was doing some diving on numbers and stuff like that and so that's actually I think that's a part of the format and I think that's a storyline that going into next year, like I want to focus more on the teams headed into the week are some of these teams where you're paired with a superstar, you know, like a Victor Hovland or next year, whoever's playing with you, you're paired with a super duper star, uh, Pip leader, Max Homa. And, you know, Max <laughs> doesn't need a win here, but you, if y'all play well, it's huge for your career. And I think that's a really cool part of the Zurich that doesn't get enough attention, I think. So that's on on like myself next year to make sure I, I remember to talk about that. I have a different feel good Friday, by the way, Max. Um, do you remember our pal Kate Smith? Remember Kate from Nebraska? Yeah. Um, she uh, she was a feel good Friday a few weeks ago. She sent a note mentioning listening to the podcast and getting inspiration from you. And she went out and won her, I believe it was her first collegiate event, a fifth year uh, senior, I believe at Nebraska. She shot 64 in the final round of the Big Ten individual tie and won the individual title 64, third time in school history that a Cornhusker won the individual league title and first time since 2003. How about that? Let's go, Kate. I saw a picture of that. I was really excited to see that. That was, that was like one for the, like our little mini family. So that, that was cool. Uh, you know, winning those events, uh, that's a big deal. Uh, and you get to celebrate it with your team. And, and you know, I, I wouldn't have known that not very many had done it before from Nebraska. So that's even cooler knowing that she's in her own little special club now. Uh, I had an idea, by the way, I'm throwing this at you live on the podcast. So if you hate it, then you hate it. But if, and when Kate decides to turn professional and if she's ever out there looking for a potential sponsor to get her started, I, I I'm thinking we maybe get her a, get a grip logo on the bag and we could maybe give her a little early sponsorship to get the, to get the professional career going thoughts. That could be a thought. Uh, Kay, if you ever need teas, if you're low on teas, I have so many teas. <laughs> we have so Kay, many. Guys. I got so many teas. So many and if teas. your waters get warm quickly, I have koozies. <laughs> well, I have a lot of hats. Uh, I got shirts. <laughs> I got a lot of hats. So anyway, if, so, if so just a thought. Right, we got a lot of hats. We're, we're, we're going to have to, we're going to have to, we're going to might venture into that world. Um, uh, This week. So what's your schedule like? I haven't even talked to you about your actual golf living, what you're doing for a living the next few weeks. You're playing Valspar this week. What's the next few weeks look like? 
Valspar, then Charlotte for the Wells Fargo. My two-year reign is uh, about to, you know, I got to, I got to, got to put myself on the line, see if I can make it three next week, and then a week off, and then, um, and then uh, the uh, PJ Championship at uh, Kiowa. So um, gonna play. So I basically do, you know, three in a row, week off, and then get ready for for a major. So it'll be cool. I like. I haven't played Valspar in a while. I think it's been a few years. Uh, it was Joe's idea to play. It fits our, uh, you know, target score pretty well of like what the winner does or what the winner typically is. What do you mean by that? Do you, do you guys you guys look at kind of the winning score average? Is that what you kind of focus on? Yeah, kind of like uh, he just thinks. Uh, you know, he brought up the point that he thinks I'll win the you know bulk of my tournaments and play the, the my best events on courses where the winning score is, you know, around 12 ish under like okay. 12 to 15 under, uh, he thinks, you know, the ones that we get closer to 20 to, you know, even better than 20 under is not exactly suiting how I play, I guess more so. Um, so trying to, when you have the op- option now, there's going to be times where you op- play those events. So that's, there's nothing wrong with that. But, um, when we had the option, it was between here and, uh, uh, Hilton head and he thought that here would be closer to what we were looking for. So we added this one. Um, and you know, I actually do like this place. I, like I said, I got to go learn it a little bit again, but, um, you know, hopefully, uh, it'll be, you know, kind of something that's on the, on the schedule more often for me. Um, so I'm excited about that. And then I'm really excited, uh, obviously for next week, uh, getting to go back to Charlotte. Haven't been in so long. So, um, never gotten to do, I've never gotten to defend a golf term before, so I'm super stoked to get to go try that on for size. Yeah, I mean that that's going to be exciting. I, I'm I'm bummed about this this two year run. I, you got to have to win it again. You're just going to have to do that. That's it's not not a not a huge yeah, task. I'm just not win, ready for it to be over. Went went on a really awesome golf course, but you know you you have Zurich, which is I know it's a golf tournament, but I mean it's probably a little bit more relaxing of a feel. Do you feel like you've kind of got this mid season? kind of Red Bull refresher in you? I mean, it seems like it, I, at least just kind of, kind of from talking to you, you feel, I, I feel like there's a little bit more energy. Yeah, hundred percent. We had a whole little meeting yesterday, me, Mark and Joe, and we were talking about all like strategy going forward and what we think we need to do to improve and all this stuff. And Joe in the midst of that brought up the point that like the eight in a row kicked our butts. It did not help for Augusta. I never got to celebrate winning. Like I really didn't get to, you know, look back and appreciate what had just happened. Um, and, uh, but you know, is what it is, but now I do feel like I've gotten, you know, a bunch of time at least to practice at home and to relax a little bit more. And I do feel completely refreshed. I'm super like invigorated to, uh, make a push for the Ryder cup and, uh, play better in majors and hopefully win, you know, more PGA tour events. So I finally feel like I got that, like you said, a bit of a, uh, the Red Bull shot of, shot of espresso so a little bit of a boost back in my you know my mind more so than you know my body my body's still going to be probably the same all the time because i'm going to practice even on my off weeks but at least my my head i feel super excited to have the opportunity to play uh and compete and like look at all these goals and look how you know cool life is and go out and like kind of attack it so i think that's that's fun and and that's that's exciting, especially, you know, like you said, Shane, like Zurich last week is a tournament, but it was like fun and it's enjoyable. And now we get to go back to like, not as fun and not as enjoyable. <laughs> a little more, when, a little like, more of a grind. Matter a little more, <laughs> but it's also, that's the cool part, you know, it's like uh, you get to kind of ease your way back into the stresses of uh, professional golf. And I love that. What was your shot or his shot throughout the week that either you pulled off something crazy or he pulled off something crazy and you guys could kind of look at each other? Did you have anything like that, like a chip in or pitch in or a long putt or anything crazy throughout the week? So we never had a spark. That's kind of what we were talking about. I felt like that's why we didn't really have a chance to contend. Um, You know, although, like I said, he played really well in the best ball days. I didn't give him enough help. Uh, but uh, we never really made anything long or did anything crazy. And it just like held us back. But 
I had two really good putts from off the green on nine on Friday uh, from death and then on uh, 15 on Sunday from even more death that I hit to gimme. And he, he hit some unreal, like, I know it probably doesn't look like it, but on like nine, the par three, that was his shot on alternate shot. And um, he hit one to like four feet one day, even on Sunday. Uh, the pin was front left, and it was like terrifying, and there was nowhere to leave. And he had just an amazing shot uh, to like 25, 30 feet. And it seems silly, but when you're playing alternate shot, you mess that up, and all of a sudden we're we're dead. And he did that like so many times; it was incredible that he just like could keep. He, just, I felt like I never had really a whole lot of stress with where he was leaving the golf ball, which was really cool. And then he also hit. Um, he got on a uh, our spark was he got on a run on Saturday when we were kind of floundering at even where he made uh he birdied seven, eight and nine. And that kind of got us moving. So we ended up shooting five under uh, that day, which uh, like I said, we probably went back a little bit, but it kept us in, you know, good standing in the tournament. Uh, he just played, I felt like we both played pretty damn solid for four days without either of us doing anything nuts. We had some really, really good saves. I, we both hit it in the water on four on Saturday and I got up and down for par with a three wood from like two forty. <laughs> So I would say maybe that was like foreshadowing that for your was double the eagle. one time where we looked at each other. Yeah. And we're like, okay, that was nice. <laughs> um, but mostly I think we just played really solid. His iron game was freaking crazy good. And just, we just didn't get a lot of crazy stuff to happen for us in a good way. Um, but we, you know, we just played, we, we played golf very similarly. And I felt like we both just played like our good golf. <laughs> nothing, nothing crazy. Just good. Yeah. It was like Cheerios. It's like, you know, what you're going to get, and we went out and gave you what there you, you know. go. I love uh, it. You're going to get, <laughs> um, have you nice? Well, well done there. I'm proud of you. The, uh, <laughs> have you been watching Steph? Have you been watching, try to watch Steph? As oh much yeah. As you can? How do you not? This has been, as the kids say, this is, it, it's lit right now. Oh my Steph gosh. Curry. You know, on the East coast, all their games obviously start really late. I mean, occasionally you'll get the weekend where it's on early. I mean, I've never done this before, but I'll do the morning after watch the replay of the game, like the full on league pass. You can watch the, condensed for replay of the game when you can watch just the Warriors offense it takes like 20 minutes and you I have to watch it yeah you can't miss it it's 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 like you kind of feel like he's in that like tiger zone where you know tiger went on the run where he just never really missed shots you know <laughs> yeah he it's uh he has his OU one night was like 30 and a half and I think he hit it in the second quarter <laughs> uh <laughs> No, and 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 I don't know everything he's doing. It just he had that. He just had. He also has had all those crazy shots. The ball went in the backcourt the other night, and he just like ran it up and chucked it from thirty-five feet, and made it. <laughs> uh, Nothing but Russell that. Westbrook doing stuff similar. He's been on absolute fire, and uh, it's just been like we're almost taking it taking it for granted now. And then if anybody's been watching baseball, uh, the Dodgers Padres series every time. I don't even if you don't love baseball, it's probably good to watch. It's very exciting. Um, it's like a lot of, we have a lot of good sports going on. We have the NFL draft coming up. Um, unfortunately we already know where all the players are going to get drafted. So what's the freaking point watching it, but we have that coming up. So all the sports and we got made and we got, and we got golf majors coming up and I'm excited about it. Uh, make sure you follow Max home on all his social media channels on his YouTube page. You can uh, subscribe to his, uh, Twitch channel. Uh, TikTok channel. <laughs> I wish I had Twitch. I should start streaming how bad I am at Call of Duty. I mean, I mean, again, these are, I, I, I like, unfortunately for you, it actually plays if you do things like that. You know what I'm saying? Is as much as you yeah. and I both don't quite understand it, it plays. I'm assuming it it hits some metric of some number in some place that will possibly help you make a million bucks. Uh, so that's uh, that's the life that you live right now as a PJ Tour player. Uh, Max, play well this week. I think you're a featured group too, aren't you? Are you are you with Sungjae and and who else are you with? Yes, yeah, Sungjae and um, Victor Hovland. Uh, nice. So it'll be really what fun. A group. Uh, play an afternoon on Thursday, the feature group, and then morning on Friday. So it should be really cool. Um, like I said, it's a really good golf course. It's really difficult. Uh, Paul Casey's won it uh, the last two years, so he's going for an actual three in a row, uh, which will be sweet uh, to you know, make it help him not do that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's cool. Tampa's a, so everything. Any, did you watch uh, Eastbound and Down? Back in the yeah, day? yeah, 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 yeah. 
Best Anytime first. Anytime I hear Tampa, best I first, just think best, of Tampa, Kenny. <laughs> so I don't know. That's all I could get out of my. I can't get out of my head. The the first season of Eastbound and Down, arguably the best first season in television history of any show ever. Yeah, I mean, it because was it's awesome. it's the best first season of the show by far. But it's just it's a homer every episode. Every episode is a home run every grand time. slam. It's so good. Uh, and then the rest of the seasons aren't as good. But yeah, it's t- Tampa. There's plenty of Tampa lines from the show uh max have a great week uh enjoy your cereal get ripped uh be on social media <laughs> get everybody to follow you uh that's professional golfer max homa uh who has a podcast that you're listening to and you should follow on social media and you should google his name a few times uh, let's say 20 times a day google it that's what you should do <laughs> thank you shane uh, everybody appreciate you listening um Shane, good luck on getting better at golf. I know I've been where you you are at the moment. I promise you it gets better. Uh, And after you hit all those balls in the range, you get that nasty black kind of tar looking thing on uh, from your grips all over your hands. Don't forget to wash them after. Thanks. Nice. Get a Grip with Max Homa and Shane Bacon is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.